This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 186 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by... One of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Ahoy, hoy! It's Spider-Man Day, by whoop, the way. Whoop. Woohoo! Happy so, Spider-Man Day! We're recording this later than usual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you on Patreon, week. people, for your uh, 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 patience. Uh, uh, your uh, patience on uh, Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. For usually this would be up first thing Friday morning, but because I went to the Madden tribute live stream, oh, we had to delay recording one that. day. I want to talk about that in a second. Okay. Next to him. Andy Cortez hey, joining what's up, us guys? on the show. This should be a fun one. It's going to be a what's great one. What's crack-a-lacking, Andy? I love your catchphrase. It's Thank my you. favorite Greg That's Miller catchphrase. Jerry Petty. Don't the Reverend. Yay, Glad Jerry to And joining us on Shock Mike for a little bit, <gasps> the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Do not ever sleep on me. Never. Jesus. Never sleep on me. Do you understand me? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I what. just wanted to take yes, it down. You know, you guys are super positive. I just wanted to take yeah. take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, take it down a notch. You're telling me, you're telling me, make some nice sausello. I, I will sleep on you. I'll just lean right up against sleep on me. Sleep. Absolutely. This is the kind of funny games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny games. We get together and talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Because yes, video games are in fact cool. Uh, we've been playing a lot of games, so today's whole show is just games that we've been playing, games that we couldn't talk about before, that now we can. It's going to be a very exciting time for everyone. Uh, you can get the show early by going to patreon.com slash games and watch live, uh, or you can get it as a early audio or early video file, um, however you want to do that. Also on Patreon, and shout out to our Patreon producers, Warren Moore, Eric Heights, and Tom Bach, Woo-hoo. the men, the myths, the legends. Whoop, 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 yeah. whoop. Go Spurs, go Cowboys, Tom. It's awesome seeing Tom Bach at uh, PAX last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, He came by by the Red Dead panel. I was really happy to see him. My man. And also shout out to all you beautiful people that uh, that are going to be here. No? Cool Greg's giving me the no? If Kevin got him the files, you're there. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Kevin at a wedding. (laughs) Kevin at a wedding. That's also worth pointing out. Kevin Kevin is at a wedding. Four weddings in a six-week span. That sounds like a nightmare, dude. That's how you do it, man. Greg Miller. Yeah, buddy. How was the Madden thing? Uh, It was cool. Uh, If you... Uh, didn't know they did a Jacksonville tribute yesterday down in LA that was a live stream hour and a half uh, promoting the GoFundMe that EA has started to support uh, survivors and the families of, of course, the Jacksonville shooting at the Madden competition. Uh, so yeah, yesterday shot down for a day trip to go there. It was far uh, grander than I thought it was going to be. Because mm. it was very, you know, it, I think this is the first round of what security for a Madden event looks like after the Madden shooting. And uh, it was in- intense in a good way, obviously. Obviously, you know, you have to learn from these these things. And so it was, you know, that I landed, went to a hotel, and then checked in there with my government ID, got a r- wristband, then went to a holding area, and then went from the holding area through security and a metal detector and a bag check, then onto a bus, then driven to a location we didn't know we were going to. Then you got there, and there was security all over the place there. And like, really? Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, okay, so let, I'm going to continue with this. Well, actually, just put it... Uh, yes, really. And I think 
it's the future, right, in terms of what we need. Because guess what? I, this is also the first Gamescast since PAX. And I meant, I was looking through my Instagram stories because we should put a PAX area in there for me to talk about a few games I saw mm, at PAX okay. on your lit rundown. Sorry, Cool Greg. But the number one conversation at PAX, as usual, was, oh, man, how's your show going? And the number two one is, can you fucking believe there is still no security here? Mm. Can you believe? Like, it didn't even dawn on me because I take it for granted, obviously, and I'm so used to it. But I, you know, I was running to a Jared's panel that we did, the Superman panel, and Jen needed her hat. So I grabbed her hat and I ran to the convention center, uh, got my badge upstairs, dropped the hat, came back downstairs and was out onto the street when I was like, no one patted me down. There was no metal detector. No one had any of their bags checked. The new PAX the, doesn't have metal detector. No, oh, no. PAX East does. And this is what I was talking about when I bring this up, right? PAX East does. And I remember when they added that because, right after the Boston bombing, like it mm-hmm. was like, you need that catalyst for change right mm-hmm. and that was what it was there and i vacillate on this one with uh pax right in the way of holy shit this tragedy happens on sunday and you're opening your doors on what, friday right like i get that that's hard to pull together of all of a sudden where do we get the metal detectors who's staffing the metal detectors who's doing bag checks what is the one entrance what is the plan i get all that except for the fact that this wasn't the first pax this wasn't the second pax we've there's been a conversation at PAX before of like, this is kind of ridiculous, right? That we all just wander in and nothing happens. And mm. that's what it's been. So the Madden thing yesterday, obviously, I think they, obviously, it's at the forefront of everybody's mind. But I think it is that, yeah, they need to, and they understand, figure out an idea of how this looks going forward and what, what does all this happen. So EA is donating a million dollars to the victims. In Correct. Addition, to the Jacksonville a- Fund that they were promoting the GoFundMe thing for. And each. there's also a GoFundMe on top of that, right? Well, that's uh, where the money went. Oh, that's where it went. Yeah, directly. the million dollars okay. went to that GoFundMe. Into that fund. Thank yeah. you. I, I think that we, we talked about this on Long Gates Daily the other day. I think that's pretty spectacular. 100%. Um, seeing people come together. I'm glad you decided to be a part of it. Oh, um, well, that was the thing, right? As soon as this happened, it's what I talked about on the show yesterday, too, right? On, on the Sunday of this happening, right? Like, that stopped Jen and I's day in its tracks, right? And it's obviously every time there's a mass shooting in America, you have that moment of like, holy fuck, what's going on? Da 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 da. But to have it be that it was a mass shooting that happened on Twitch, it was a mass mm-hmm. shooting that happened with Madden, it was a mass shooting that claimed the lives of gamers as they were holding controllers. You're like, there's no, there's no longer that thing of, well, I'm not in school, or well, I wasn't at this church, or I wasn't at this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's it's a situation that to us especially, right, is so everyday and so normal that it was like, what the fuck? And the, I, you know, I wrestled for days on publicly on Games Daily with like, what do you do with this yeah. anger and sadness and desire to change? You know, blah, blah, blah. So like when EA and Madden, the Madden team, were like, hey, we're doing this, like. They didn't even ask. I reached out. I'm, I'm coming. What do you need? Yeah. <laughs> like, what can I do for this? I think that's spectacular. It, it, like you and like most people, I feel kind of paralyzed when these things happen yeah. very often or, or confused, lost. How do I help? And there's there are things we can and can't do to prevent <laughs> events like this. We're not going to go into that here. But this is something concrete you can do. Cash after a violent incident in a person's life yeah. with medical expenses helps immensely you, and it was you can't cool, bring people back to life this way no. but you can help put families back together and it was the event itself right of i expected it to be that when i knew we were going to the hotel i knew we were getting bus somewhere i expect to be bus to ea's play vista office right and just ha- they had a streaming room there and then a conference room on the side or whatever where people were hanging out but when i got to the hotel like there were all of these kids there streamers right you know what i mean and people i didn't know but all they all knew each other because they were the mad they are the madden community yeah and i was talking to one of them and he's like yeah you know like they brought out 150 people like there's 150 Madden competitive players here and streamers there. And Cat Bailey from US Gamer was there. And Scott Porter from, uh, you know, friend of the show, obviously, but also uh, from Longshot was there. And the 
I was, I, I've only met him once in passing. The the star, his counterpart, Devin. Oh, Devin Wade. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I forgot that, that actor was there too okay. as well. Like they had all these different people from different walks of life, but it was very much anchored in, hey, we're the Madden community. They had people that were at the event in Jacksonville there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That had, like to be part of it. And the shot, you know, I was getting interviewed. And I was hanging out with Laser Corn from Smosh and stuff, right? And it was like we were getting interviewed by a guy. And so I'm like, where are you from? He's like, oh, South Carolina. I'm like, oh, cool. We're just waiting for it to go live. I'm like. So you just, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm 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 like a Madden shoutcaster. You know what I mean? Like this is I'm I'm known in this community. I know everyone really really well. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And talking to that them about on camera, even you know, talking to the hosts about how this put it all in perspective for so many of them, right? Of like, cool, yeah, I didn't, I've never, we don't, we're, we're rivals, and maybe we've trash talk a bit too far. Like that, that's water under the bridge, right? Like we got to come together and we got to make this thing mm. happen. In the same that's way, cool. I'm there representing our side of the industry but i'm there with esports people right and in the same way of too like i'm there because i i really like madden but i'm not a professional madden player everybody's seen me play bobby i'm not great you know what i mean like it's very much like madden holds a special place in my heart for being what poe and i bonded over in like whatever seventh grade fifth grade whatever it was and like it's crazy and it was it was nice to be there and it was i thought a really well done thing it seemed like it was well received it seemed like they raised a lot of money and you know it's good on ea for doing the right how thing long was the event how long did it last it was 90 minutes of a live stream okay. uh, there was you know beforehand a, an hour of getting to there because like you got it was at an it was at the same uh airplane hangar that they do did uh, the destiny 2 reveal at for judges week and call of duty black ops uh for reveal at judges week was so any, a giant space was anybody there to document it i mean were any any press on the ground doing interviews cat was going to do okay. something i thought Keely was was there too, right? yeah, yeah. Keely was there but i don't know if jeff did anything okay. like for, for like for publish cat did and yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if ea packages it in some way because they had people roaming with cameras and doing mm. all sorts of stuff and it was yeah. a, a really well done setup for something i mean what's i mean totally inside baseball for all of us obviously is the fact that they pulled it off in like seven days yeah and it was like a polished thing where we were sitting at me me and laser corner playing we were sitting there and i looked up and i saw the little camera above the TV and I saw like mics not hidden yeah. but like on the sides of the chairs and I looked over and they were like broadcasting gameplay in between stuff and I was like oh they're just kicking to different games to show you what's happening so people fuck I'm like that's awesome right no like, that's the, that's, that's a, ridiculously impressive for the yeah. amount of time that they had I, I've been on the planning end of events like that oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I that's simply the amount of work people must have put in because they cared about it that makes me that warms my heart mm-hmm. very cool stuff. so it was very very nice so moving on to video games proper, Spider Man. We could finally talk about <laughs> it. Oh my god! Unfortunately, only me and Greg have played it so far. You guys get to fake play, fans. Right? I have not played it yet. No, yeah. uh, I mean aside from what I played for the first four hours or whatever back in that LA event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, no, I have not. Spoiler free reviews up, obviously. On yeah, YouTube.com/slash yeah. kind of funny games. So Thanks go cast, go check that out for our. our Super in-depth thoughts, I think, on, I think on, on the entire game. The but the overall thing is, it's awesome. Awesome. It's great. So it's good. To- totally good. Yeah. Can't wait for everyone to play it and like see all the fun things. I feel like the game's so full of of not only just Easter eggs, but cool moments that like are things that you definitely aren't going to miss because it's mm-hmm. like part of the the story. Yeah. It's just very, very authentically Spider-Man. And, 100%. Yeah. I think, you know, the most pressing thing for Gamescast people and Andy, of course, is that you got a copy today, you run home to play it. We're doing the Gamescast, uh, Spider-Man spoiler cast with uh, Brian Intahar on Monday that afternoon. Awesome. So that'll be up super sweet soon, and that'll be ready to go. It'll wait for you. Don't worry about trying to, you know, enjoy the game. Not you, Andy. You all enjoy the game. <laughs> Take your time with it. Have some fun. But, yeah, we'll get that up. I did have a lot of fun last night uh, just, you know, browsing through Twitch and watching people oh, play sure. it. And I, I made sure not to watch past the point where I sort yeah. of ended my gameplay at. But it was just really cool seeing people's like honest 
happy, excited joy. reactions. Yeah, just so much sheer joy. joy of just so like swinging through and being like, this is the coolest fucking, this, this feels is, great. This is yeah. a big deal. Yeah. 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 I think. I, I really believe, because like when it when it first started coming out, I remember the, the E3 that it debuted. Um, I, I hit up Curran and he, you know, it isn't in, he doesn't follow IGN. He doesn't follow game news. So it's like every E3, he'll hit me up and be like, Hey, what happened? And I'm like, yeah, what do I need to care Oh, about? well the big Sony thing is like, there's a Spider-Man game and he goes, okay. Like, yeah. Spider-Man game. Like what's yeah. special about that? I'm like, yeah. No, 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 no. But it's like, it's first party and it's <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's exclusive. And I, I think that now that it's out there, like even the, the people like him are going to be like, Oh, I get it. Like yeah. this video game. Another are Yeah. Evolving. It's just like another huge weapon added to Sony's arsenal. Yeah. Like it didn't really it didn't really hit me until I saw what Guerrilla Games does when God of War came out and they posted mm. a, a drawing of Aloy with Kratos yeah. and um yeah. um what's a what's boy? Just call him boy. Oh, Atreus. <laughs> Atreus, yeah. Boy. Uh well then they posted <laughs> another one today of Spider-Man in that group. Yeah, and cool. it's like, yeah, this is a first this is like a yeah. It makes sense now. It's sort Gorilla of like put up a great thing never hit me. too. That was like you know the front desk at Gorilla piled with Spider-Man copies for everybody in the studio. Oh, that's awesome! Like, yeah. Another oh, awesome, that's sing- so cool. Yeah. Another awesome single-player first-party PS4 right? exclusive. It's almost like PlayStation knows what they're doing. With I this know. Stuff. It's shocking reasons to buy their hardware and yeah, not yeah. someone else's. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have been as close to Blackout as I get on this game. Uh, I've been around it in events. I have still not played it. So what I want to know first and foremost from you, how does Spider-Sense work? Because I, I care more about that than anything else about it, Spider-Man. It, it, I mean, it, it's like Batman's Bat-Sense, right? Okay. It's pretty much exactly the same thing. Where, you know, it'll pop up, and mm-hmm. you, that knows that means to hit the counter button. Okay. But it goes, it's white, and then when it goes blue, if you hit it, you can counterattack. Okay, so that. it's a yeah. lot like that. That's how yeah. they choose to use it. And then it as then? you level up Spider-Man, you unlock new abilities that'll be like, you know, if you do it perfectly, you'll web the guy so he's out of the picture for a little bit while you take care of other dudes. My all-time favorite Spider-Man power, beyond the swinging, beyond the strength, is the Spider-Sense. I love Oh, not the extra arms. No, I know, not the extra arms. (laughs) Curiously, I missed that part of Spider-Man, the extra arms. Um, No, I've always been riveted by his shirtlessness, but when... uh, That's different Spider-Man altogether. Yeah, but when garbed, uh, Spider-Man's Spider-Sense is what allows him to play with the big boys. Sure. Like nobody can counter that. It's extremely difficult to hurt Spider-Man. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. And I wondered how they were going to convey that in the character. What about the the flavor of the narrative? Uh, does it feel like a great Spider-Man comic? One of the best, I'd say. Like it's definitely up there. It's not the best Spider-Man story I've ever seen, uh, but it's in, I would say, top five. Yeah. Well, You're yeah. going to come away with a really interesting. I, I'm very fascinated for your take because mm-hmm. my critique that I talk about in the review and then I but I also waver on right is that I just felt like the story was too predictable at times okay and, but I'm I think I'm, I'm talking about big picture predictability right mm-hmm. whereas there are tons of moments in there that I had already known whether it be from a preview whether it be from something I played whether it be from something I've seen whether it be from a trailer right so it's like for you to come in sight unseen I'm going to be interested to see what your takeaway is from the key moments throughout the game because there's a bunch and it's that I just they did a great job with this one of here's our universe. Here's what we're establishing. And I'm in the whole way. I love Peter and MJ's storyline. I love Spider-Man's overall. I love Yuri. I love this moment that I want to talk about and this moment that I want to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. I love the story, but I just, at the end, I was like, I kind of felt like this is where we were going. But even mm-hmm. that's taking away from some of the people, motivations, changes, whatever, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It really feels like playing through a season of a Spider-Man TV show. Okay. And uh, with that, you know, it's pros and cons because I feel like it's a good season of Spider-Man, but... There's also so much potential, and you're just you're excited for season two, yeah. You know, yeah. Mm. and it's just like there's certain things that you want to happen that don't, and then in other ways it feels like certain things were rushed through a little bit too quickly because they needed a season finale. 
right, interesting. You know I mean? Okay, so you feel like some of it was a little was a little push? Yeah, just some of it. And it's still fun. It's still awesome. But it's just I, I think that and it I'm just being really critical of this, even though it's an amazing thing. I feel like they did such a great job building the world and uh, having all the characters in it. And a lot of it was like a slow, long character. Uh, like you arc, see a lot of, yeah. of a character arc. Yeah. And then for a lot of the, some of the other characters, it's just kind of like, but let's get to the cool stuff. Yeah, and that's ah, the thing is like, okay. I, I felt there's, I'm not going to say the character, especially for you if you're been on Ben and Blackout, but they've revealed this character. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I, I did. I'm not on a complete Blackout. I never Blackout on anything, but I, I it's, but I have endeavored to stay away from it. I don't want to, I don't want do you want me to say anything? I don't what? mind you saying it. I mean, I, and again, if you saw any of this, uh, Silver Sable's I, in the game, Okay, right? Silver Sable. Silver Sable for me feels like such an Activision character mm. where I felt like the Spider-Man Activision Division games were like, point. here's so much stuff, and we don't really care if you know or care about these characters, and like we're not gonna ah. even. And Silver Sable is so like, you're just a merc- Like why? Why are you in this game? Who, like yeah, what is your purpose? Yeah. Like okay. I feel like you could easily take her out and just there's a group of mercenaries. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's all I need. Like even like her, her like her entire story arc. I'm putting in quotes because it's really just like. I have three cutscenes or whatever, and so, then it's like oh, so. Right, some like, of it felt forced. Like uh, occasionally, you'd buy a comic book and you just have somebody else besides Spider-Man on the cover, yeah. to compel you to buy that particular book. Yeah, yeah. Did it feel like that? Like uh, this? I mean, they don't make a big deal about her. I think in the promotional yeah. materials, but like they did reveal her as a character. Revealing like, oh man, fuck, what are they? Are yeah. they going to make her interesting? Because they're doing a great job with all these other characters. They, Mr. Negative. Mr. Like, Negative is fantastic. Yeah. In the yeah. Game. yeah. And I, I think that one of the most brilliant moves they made in this game is making him the main villain and like the. Like having the story revolve around his relationship with Peter and his relationship with Spider-Man. And I feel like that's what makes this game special Mm -hmm. is because we all know Spider-Man. We all know the characters that we're familiar with. To see the twist that they take on those characters is awesome. But then to also be like, but now here's a a new Spider-Man villain that like you're probably not too familiar with unless you're a super comic nerd. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. They did a great job with it. Nick. What's your hype level for playing through Spider-Man? I'm very excited about it. I've seen I've seen a lot of it. Obviously, I've, seen, I've heard a lot of it. Um, I, we played. You know, I think I played that. What was it, the th- 30 minute demo at E3? So mm-hmm. I know how the game feels. I'm very excited about it. I plan on uh, stealing a copy before I leave the office. Before you guys are done with this. Uh, and uh, at any you're moment, never I mean, see today me we're supposed to get that Spider-Man bundle that has the code that is your code. Nick. That is fantastic. Um, if not, <laughs> I'll probably break down and buy it this weekend. Because oh wow, okay. yeah, I'm I'm pretty into it. I'm not saying that it arrived two days ago and I carried it out <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> when I went. They home. already got I'm so PlayStation saying. already got an email from me when I saw like Nerdist Jessica uh, unboxing yesterday. I'm like. Hey, uh, I hit you guys. I'm like, do we get the box here? Like, no. I'm like, hey, we didn't get the box. Like, oh, we think it's coming tomorrow. I'm like, great. That's always what I want to hear. Okay, so I do a serious question for you here because mm-hmm. uh, I wonder about this a lot. So Spider-Man is kind of the crown jewel mm-hmm. in 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 the Marvel tiara. He is their first and foremost character. I, I think most people would agree with that. Is Spider-Man the game, the crown jewel of Marvel games at this point? Is yeah. this? Oh, oh, that's, I, guess? I mean, I, I feel like it's the best Spider-Man game easily. Yeah. And I feel like Spider-Man games are the best Marvel games. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, I, I don't. I don't think there's. I haven't thought that. Uh, it's interesting you brought in it to Marvel. I'm like, what would we get on the short list for that? Right? Ultimate like, Alliance would be up there for me. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what. Really I, that's good. what. That's what I would jump to too. Mm-hmm. Um, if Marvel versus fan? Capcom counts, yeah, I, I would on. say Marvel NBC, versus Capcom NBC absolutely two. counts. And if it does count, I don't think it's better than okay. NBC two. Yeah. The Marvel vs. Capcom introduced an entire generation to so many comic characters that they would have never ever yeah. fucking known. Like that, it's what introduced me to Thanos. You know, no kidding. Yeah. Oh wow, that's and like awesome. The, there's just a ton of characters, and that game that game's fantastic. But this game is okay. So this yeah. is it. This it's is, this is the pinnacle of Marvel video game storytelling thus far. All Do right. you want to talk about the I one Easter egg? Yeah. So 
I mean, I I tweeted about it. We mentioned it in the review and everything else, but shirtless Spider-Man is in this game. I think that's it's so crazy. Coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, not it. the skin. Like people, uh, when it was leaking, people were sending out screenshots of a Spider-Man skin that is in his skivvies. He's just in like underwear. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what we were talking about. There is a shirtless. Uh, sp I thought you were asking a question, but no, no I'm stretching my shoulder. Out. That's fine. Uh, yeah, shirtless Spider-Man. The character, the model, is there. I mean, that's insane. It was that's so, so crazy. crazy. Yeah, again, shout out to you guys for making this shit happen. Shout out to Insomniac Games and Marvel yeah, Games for being like, oh, we, thanks for the support. Here, we'll put him in the background of this thing. <laughs> and not even in the background. And, and that's uh, the other thing too is uh, like a lot of people are worried about whether or not they're they're going to see him. Don't worry. Like he is on the story critical path. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, you yeah. run into him. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. It's awesome. yeah, it's <laughs> how how far is it from from thinking like that might be a DLC pack along like I think a long it's time far. From now? I think I mean I don't know. It's who knows. I think because uh, that would be a like that would be a hilarious move for them to do if they were actually to do that. Like, given the given the groundswell of uh, support that they've clearly seen just today. If I was a betting man, I think that it probably got run up the flagpole early on, and, and they're like, like, that's a stupid, nah. goofy idea, Even though, but like, obviously Insomniac knew that there was enough of an audience behind sure. it, and then now I would think, based on the fact that my Twitter feed's full of it, the Reddit threads, the everything else, there may be, in like, how popular basically is it saying, September 7th yet? Yeah, became, yeah. I mean, every one of those tweets did like 2,000 favorites. Who was, right? it, uh, who was the outlet that, was it EGM? EGM now put up a piece totally oblivious that it was me. I was just oh. like, yeah, give me this fat shirtless Spider-Man <laughs> DLC. It's <laughs> so <laughs> funny. But then yeah, it got taken down because technically it wasn't it, it was against the embargo. Right. Because the scene he's shot. in was supposed to be held till Thursday. Right? I love it so That's much. So but yeah, I mean, great. like, it's crazy for me to think about. So obviously, thank you, best friends, and thank you, Insomniacs, of just like like I, I always have I, the Sega Genesis Spider-Man's up there, right? And it's such a special place in my part of the story. I always tell about my dad getting it for me, right? And like, totally for me that moment of my dad accepting me in video games right but so then to jump ahead to this game that i've been anticipating that i was so excited was happening period let alone to be a part of it like you're yeah. insane it's so stupid very stupid the amount of like and that was the thing you know like review embargo is happening as or embargoes are happening as all your or all of our colleagues and peers are playing it for review and hitting it so it was like every day I get two or three of like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You know what I mean? Uh, it was like Jason Trier hit me up. Ashley from CNET. Uh, a Steimer was going back and forth with me talking about like, what's this? Okay. And then like 30 minutes later, she ran and she's like, Money Hat Miller over here. It's been very, very cool. Altano uh, texted me at some point. He's like, y'all motherfucker. Like, I can't believe you pulled that off. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it's actually Greg. And then like 30 minutes later, he goes, oh shit, you're here too. And it's just like some random white dude with a beard. <laughs> and he just kept texting me random New Yorkers. It's like, oh shit, you're all over the place. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so yeah, when you do find him in the game, make sure you share it. Make sure you tag Insomniac and Marvel and Bill and all them so they can be like, oh man, now we have credibility and a reason to be yeah. like, hey, you know what? This should happen. Because there is... I had, I had been told, obviously, ahead of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we put Spider-Man in the game, which becomes... Oh, and, okay, and like he's in a party scene. I was like, oh, so he's like way in the background, like you're gonna, I'm going to have to crane cameras to make it see it, right? And then there's a side mission, or maybe main mission, I forget though, where you're chasing somebody down, and I was like, is this motherfucker about to be shirtless Spider-Man? Like, is it? And then it wasn't, it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay, then I'll find it later. And then, yeah, to find shirt, you, like you're saying, you find him very clearly. There's no way yeah. around it if you're He's looking. He's one of the only characters in the scene that when you're walking through, like, has lines. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. so it, like, it, it triggers the lines as you well, go. Well, and shirtless Spider-Man, kind of hard to miss anyway. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, hard yeah, yeah. to miss. <laughs> and, and that's what's been fun about it now. Is, and this is what we're talking about, right? Of, like, how cool it is and the excitement of having it out there now. Especially, and again, like, 
keep in mind, we didn't make the game. Like, <laughs> I, it's so exciting and cool to see people reacting and fondly. Like, I was I hosted some panels and I'm obviously a big fan myself. But to see now as a nerd the amount of people who are tweeting me images of it yeah. and then the suit they're wearing in it because everyone's in a different suit when they get oh, there because you can unlock right. it wear what you want right. it's so interesting to see what people are wearing and then I think the the biggest problem with our early access to this game was that photo mode wasn't in it mm. and so now to, people are sending me the polished selfies photo modes yeah like I, <laughs> I changed, so awesome. you can go awesome. to my Twitter I changed yeah. my image and my my header is a fan's uh, photo mode he put up of him and Spider Man. So yeah. fucking yeah. It's a weird, crazy world. That's Thank incredible. you all. A kind of funny morning show bit made it into a fucking first part. Dude, no, it, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even that, remember? It, it was you dancing for me on Instagram. Oh. Well, oh. it wasn't even that, right? That, if you dial this all the way back, it begins with, we went to the mall one day, and we it was after Halloween, and we stopped in Hot that, Topic, and they yeah. had it. That was, was Elise here on that day? Oh no. my God, no, she wasn't, but no, I remember that day. And I bought it, and then I came back, and I think it was Nick who's like, how many times do you think you're actually going to wear that? Like, what was that? Is that, is that purchase going to be justified? And we did the photo outside of me in the Kind of Funny Life 3 sh shirt, the shorts, doing the webbing with it on there. And it got, it, like, that tweet got so big that that's when it was like, well, I got to do more with this photo. But I, that tweet literally did start the conversation with Insomniac of, like, this is awesome. That happened on the day you guys went shopping the costume shop all together, you're saying? Yeah, when we were Nick, I think I was on the phone with you that day. That's <laughs> really weird. I think Damn. we were walking through talking you, to you. We were. Oh, yeah. you were? That's freaking that's weird. You were. Oh, love it. Oh. This is the power of our community. That, that Weird. We can fucking force <laughs> a fucking shirt uh, shirtless. They have the hair on my, and of course I'm not shirtless Spider-Man, but, but they have my hair, true, chest yeah. hair all over. It's fucking yeah. insane. Oh, it's so good. And, and a shout out to the Insomniac art team that had to stare at photos of shirtless Spider-Man to get that right. <laughs> and so I have talked good. to those people as well. <laughs> so Those good. poor artists. All right. Next game. Dead Cells. Dead oh, Cells. baby. Woo. So I got addicted to Dead Cells. Yeah. Uh, you you were playing Andy, right? Yeah. For, for a I, while. Yeah, for, for a decent amount. I got to the second boss, and that's when I realized, all right, I get how great this is, but I'm going to move on to something else because it's going to make me fucking start World War Three. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got addicted to it uh, on the flight over to Cisco's wedding, and Cisco. I was just so all about it where I was just like, it took a while because I've never played a, a roguelike before. So oh. to, to understand like how it even works, yeah. it's like, huh, this is weird. Um, but yeah, I played for like six hours straight on the flight. And then all I wanted to do that weekend was fucking play. I just sat in the hotel room just playing and then the whole flight back. And I also hit a point that I'm like, I just can't do this to myself. Yeah. Like, I can't do another hour long run that mm. I'm just getting beat fucking down. But then I keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> like I still haven't given up. And I come back and I tell Nick, I'm like, dude, you got to play this game. <laughs> You started playing it, and where are you at now? Uh, I've gotten all the way to the final boss, but I just have not been able to beat him yet. Okay. And so uh, I don't think I have all the ruins yet, but because um, it's actually, I just looked it up right now, and there's actually two or three uh, areas that I haven't made it to. So I haven't made it to the Agent Sewers or the Crypt. I don't think I've been to either of those, and I think those are where you may unlock the last, the final two ruins. Uh, runes that I have to get. But yeah, I mean, I made it, I did a run where it was like 56 minutes long, and I was like, I am dominating this everyone that comes like the <laughs> yeah. game starts to reward you after a while of like as you get more experience oh, you start yeah. unlocking like you get that modifier where you can put cells toward it and then when you get weapons you get like the colorless weapons that just take the highest possible like um level up that you have and it gave me like a i got like i think i had a, a sword like a, or two daggers that were over a thousand damage points and then uh a, an endless bow that was over a thousand and i'm like i'm gonna 
fucking destroy this boss and i'm like i'm pretty and i just got spanked i got to him and it was not even I, I couldn't even use my my healing ability on him he just fucks you up and i'm like really? yeah because what happens is i don't want to i don't know are we spoiling things for uh, people? i mean go you, for you, it. You get dead cells is all about the journey yeah <laughs> so i don't even know if it's the final boss but you get to the, the right like the hand of the king which is mm -hmm. like this gigantic knight but the level itself is very small and there are on each side of it there is a pit with spikes so when you roll to dodge you have to be very careful where you roll otherwise you roll right into the spike and it takes mm -hmm. like a quarter of your damage away um and then i think also i had i didn't have the um the specific mutation that saves you once yeah because that's like clutch mm -hmm. if you get if by the way if that if, if anywhere in the game if that it gets used might as well end the run because you need that motherfucker for the end <laughs> mm -hmm. like you got to have it but that's I'm, I'm, true. I'm getting close to unlocking that's a wipe, the that's a wipe. <laughs> i've heard that from people too you got to just you have to have that to the end and then the other two mutations are cool but like i picked the ones that are basically going to give me better defense points yeah against whoever i'm with but yeah, and then you, it also just is so dependent on what actual, like, your, as your secondary special weapons you get. Because mm -hmm. if I get that badass turret and the fire, I'm, I'm, I'm going nasty. But every once in a while, they'll give me ice, and I'm like, I don't want ice, dog. Mm -hmm. I want hot I love, coffee today. I love the ice. Yeah. Well, ice I is great, the, dude. Fire branch or whatever they are. So Although, I got the wolf trap. I, ha I was forced to use the wolf trap for a while, all the way up to the concierge. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm like I've been underestimating this because it will oh. lock all the bosses in place, and you can just oh pick yeah, it oh, you yeah, trap and it's you really turret huge. it. You trap in the turret, and that's like mm -hmm. I had so much success with that, and it was uh, a lot. Uh, I was just like reading up wikis and like how tos and stuff, like what's the best path to take? And yeah, the like the you trap, trap the people, and then you drop the turret. And they're just getting spanked by the smart. by the turret, I might try and that. you're firing at them as well. Because my turret, I did turret with fire, which makes it really easy to get through some of the harder levels, where mm -hmm. you have to fight like some of the bosses that'll actually like if they see you, they jut toward you, mm -hmm. um, or some of the some of the uh, opponents. Um, but so what I like to do is before they see me, I drop and I throw the turret out and the firebomb and just let them burn oh, and fuckers. go back up the thing. And I just Thank and that's you. why it takes me so long. I've never once gotten through one of those time doors, and I just refuse to. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. So oh, for you guys, yeah. really? Yeah. I oh, just I got to one to to I it. got to one where it was like well actually I got to one where it was like this door closed thirty seconds ago but then I got to another one with the very first one you can get to on the promenade yeah if you drop down for whatever reason I dropped down the right way and as I dropped I knelt and the gate underneath me activated so I couldn't get through the gate mm. but if I, I activated another gate later in the in the level and it let me go to that one huh. and I bypassed the I think it was a glitch oh, but I yeah, bypassed the time be. door completely and got like hella cells and yeah. all the cool stuff in there and then I just went right back there was a it. glitch that was sort of uh, going around the internet recently I don't know who it was from GameSpot um, I think it was maybe Cali now, I'm not sure who it was but uh, it was a video essentially of the time door, her getting all the rewards, going to the warp, and then coming back, and all the rewards uh, res again, oh, wow. as again. if she had never gotten oh them. Oh my god! Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, that was a while back, so I'm sure that's all sure patched out. I'm at the point yeah. that I'm down to cheese this game. Like, yeah. I, I just want to be able to fucking play it. It is such a brilliant game. I just really wish that it was a third as long as it it mm, potentially sure, yeah. can be. I think the the most brilliant thing about the game is you. There's so many different items, so many different weapons and traps and stuff that like, you're like I don't want to use those. I know the weapons I like. I hate the role that I got uh, for this run, so I'm just gonna die and get another. But as you go through and just start using it, you realize every single weapon is awesome and yeah. has a great tactic that's fun. Except and, the, the hammer. I hate the hammer. Oh, I oh, like the hammer. It's too, too slow. slow. A little too it's slow. too slow. I like that thing. I don't uh, like the, broad, the broadsword is one I don't like. It's too, the broadsword is too slow. Yeah, the hammer, I, I, I love it, the, uh, I, I think the twin daggers, the one that has a perk where 
It's the you third, know, a it's super critical. crit. Yeah. Well, no, it's a super crit if you hit him from behind. Oh, I didn't say so that. So I, I like that one a lot. Again, the, the wolf trap along with the turrets and then the cooldown perk. That uh, that for your really minimizes the cooldowns yeah. on the turret and the traps. That's huge. So in your Super esti- huge. in your estimation, guys, how does this compare to other prominent action roguelikes like Rogue Legacy or Spelunky? Where does this fall in the pantheon? Of the I don't have experience. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, the I, only, really I mean, the only other games. game that I can come close. I mean, I, I, yeah, this is my first time playing any a, a game this style, which I assume that that term you're using means that you start at the beginning every time you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of yeah. those games are actually my first time doing it. Having like knowing now what I if Procedural I don't know then what I know now, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't like be, these types of games. Like they began as turn-based games, and actually they're still made as turn-based games. Sheer and the Wanderers, one of those Angban, NetHack. There's a lot of really good ones. And then people were like, hey, what? What if we put action into these? And that's kind of where Spelunky came from mm. with Derek, Derek Yu. Um, if you like those, go back and play. I'd love to hear the comparison from y'all once you finally run through Dead Cells. I'd like to see how you feel like it stacks up against both of those, which are really great. Oh, I have too. run through Dead Cells at this point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've got there. plenty of experience. But yeah. Yeah. My, my thing You're is, I just, beat it, Nick. You're going to. I might, but the thing is Spider-Man's now, and then I'm sure there's yeah. something else coming around in the corner that I want to play, and so I think this... The, the, the good dead. thing is it's portable, so the next flight I go on, I'm sure I'll go back to it, because there's nothing else I want to play on Switch, but yeah, it, it, it haunts me that I haven't beat this game yet. You got close. It haunts I'm me. I'm so impressed, because I'm really impressed. a week ago, you didn't beat the concierge, and now he's your bitch. Well, I went through the concierge. I went, once you beat the concierge, I think I beat the next two bosses pretty easily. Like both the first mm-hmm. time I went up against them, and they never had a problem with them until that, and uh, you know since mm-hmm. since. But uh, yeah, it's it's hard. Nick, and I've I lost steam on it. I want to run back for a second. There, did you just say it's a, there's nothing else I want to play on Switch? Uh, not listen. particularly Don't anything listen. that speaks to me. What's H- that? Hulu's uh, on it though. Yeah, it's got like Cool Greg pointed out the other day. All, all, all <laughs> I do with my Switch is play Hulu. Just watch Hulu. So. <laughs> I mean, Cool Greg is a lot cooler than I am. So I just watch Hulu on my TV like normal. I, I couldn't. I was. We were two thirds of the way through the ad read before I stopped laughing. I, yeah. I just could not stop. It was great. He's a G. So so funny. Um, well, thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. We'll call you back in Brad. later for I'm gonna go doggy 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 doggy. snort a Stroop waffle. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Wow. I got some stroop waffles up in here. I ate two of them. I'm feeling pretty good. I, feel like I can keep going on that stuff. I don't need to do anything. I can talk all day. Stroop you want to keep talking? Let's keep talking. Stroop Let's talk about the messenger. Yeah. Full disclosure, my wife does brand marketing for it. Management so, for it. Let's start with you. Me? Yes. Oh, okay. Hey, how you doing? What'd you play of the messenger? Oh, very little of it. Yeah, you it was heard. that thing where I, 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 we've seen the messenger a lot, obviously, right? They came in here, gave you a demo a long, long time ago. Obviously, Jen working on it, I've seen it. Uh, and even at a glance, I'm like, Game looks awesome. Looks like a cool retro Ninja Gaiden throwback kind of thing. Don't know if that's my kind of game. And so I played it for an hour, hour and a half on the plane ride back from wherever we came from last time, Chicago. And it was like, all right, yeah, this is cool. And I could, I see it, but it's just, it's very much Shovel Knight to me, which is a great thing. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Iris, as the video game critic, objective journalist, I get that this is a high quality game. I don't have the nostalgia for this. I and I, it is that thing when I'd start it and I'd see Valkyria Chronicles right next to it. It's like <laughs> cool. I've, I understand what Messenger is, and I I'm so happy people are having a great time with it. I'm gonna go play Valkyria Chronicles four by. There you go. I have been playing the hell out of the Messenger. Yeah. I can't wait to fly to London because that's yeah. when I plan to just really get into it. I put maybe two or three hours, I'd say, into it so far. And uh, we, a couple weeks ago on Gamescast, we did the Game of the Year watch of like talking yeah. about like, what we think is gonna be Game of the Year. We got into it about Messenger. Uh, what I was saying, I was like, I don't know that like it's going to be in the same like conversation as Celeste and, and things like that. Oh, like, it, it absolutely! It, I was is. like, it looks cool, but like I don't know. I was wrong. I was totally I told wrong. You. This game is very, very, very yes. special, very fucking cool. And the more I play, I was talking to Jared about this off yeah. camera, but uh, 
every time I start to feel frustrated with a mechanic or start to feel like, like ah, why can't I jump that much higher? Why can't I attack downward? Why can't I, whatever. That's all baked into the design. And immediately when I start questioning why not, they give me the ability to. Metroidvania, yeah. right? They want you to come back and they want you to feel stronger. Totally. Even, uh, but what's cool about it for me is like, it's not just the Metroidvania of like, oh, backtracking and all that, at least that's where I'm at right now. It's yeah. just, it's simple things of just uh, um, uh, the, an ability of like getting the wingsuit. Yeah. And it's like, once you get the wingsuit, it's not like, oh, yeah, you have to go back and now you can access this thing you couldn't. Right. It's, oh, now you can just keep going forward and it's, yeah, it's more of a linear was. progress. Just like, man, I really wish I could do this. This is, I have this now. Yeah. Like, it's more that. It's not, oh, I, I'm looking for a spot I can get to. It's just, they tantalize you. They make you want something. Then they give you exactly what you wanted at exactly the right time. This game. And they make reference to it with the humor and the writing. It's yeah. so brilliant, It's dude. really funny. It. Your shopkeep. It is a so funny game. So funny, man. Oh, man, I want to open that cabinet. How far so are you right now? Um, I. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> I am to the, uh. I'd say I'm, I'm at the part where it is the Metroidvania world has opened up and I have an overworld map and I'm sort of backtracking and going through levels. And, and I just can't believe that's in this game. It's awesome. <laughs> it's How so is good. It like that much surprise? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like so many people hit me up from our peers, obviously like, oh, well, you're married to Jen. You, you know all about this game. And I'm like, I know a lot, but not that. And then they'll start a conversation with me. It was just like, oh, my God. And then when you get to the 16 pit book bit part and the game goes into complete and I'm like I kind of know what yeah. you're talking about but yeah. no and, and I know and it's sort of uh, tied into this big sort of story reveal and where, that's the and thing it right? blew yeah. my mind I was like wow that's really cool for a for an indie game on Switch, like yeah, what, you start playing. That, you think though. it's an eight-bit Ninja Gaiden, but th there is a story to this game. Yes, that's there is. And, and that's the thing that I think puts it in the same uh, conversation as Celeste, where it's like Celeste made gameplay and story in a two D platformer all mesh and make sense as one thing. This game's doing that too. Yeah, and yeah. it's not just oh, go save the princess. It's like it everything you're doing feels like. The gameplay backs it up in a way that, mm -hmm. like, all of it is just so satisfying. Yeah, this is not a retro 2D platformer. I think people might be getting that impression from glances at it. This is a retro referencing modern 2D platformer, very much like Shovel Knight was. You made mm -hmm. the Shovel Knight comparison earlier. Shovel Knight looked back at the best parts of 2D 8-bit design and 2D 16-bit design and stole the best ideas and left all the crap out, then built a bunch of new ideas on top of it and just made it perfect. The Messenger is doing the same thing in a different way. It's, uh, you know, well, this looks like Ninja Gaiden, so at the beginning it's going to kind of feel like Ninja Gaiden, but that feeling drops out the window very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. This is a much like Shovel Knight, a you versus the level game. And you versus the level game are a kind of a rare thing in this age where level design is more an expediency to get you to cutscenes, encounters, dramatic scripted moments. Levels are less, unless you're playing something like Mario Odyssey, less oriented toward being the direct challenge themselves. This game, the enemies are largely there to impede your sense of movement around the stage. And your abilities mostly have to do with mobility or with damaging something while being mobile. Mm -hmm. And that is a fairly neglected school of contemporary game design, and it's one of the reasons that I think the game stands out. It's not just that it's got some blippy soundtrack, it's not just that it's got a cool 8-16 to 16 Switch gimmick, it is a kind of game that we very rarely see made right now, and it's made to perfection. I love the message. I'm really interested to know at what point, because I, I was I was thinking about the process of developing this game, and like at what point did they decide, uh, hey, let's do this 16-bit switch, 
And and I'm sure there were people that were skeptical to that idea. And like, mm-hmm. there's there's no way that's like the most difficult. Are you kidding me? It's like, possible. Th- that, that we're remaking every asset at that point. We are mm-hmm. doing uh, code uh, underneath the the covers where we are switching from the eight bit soundtrack to the sixteen bit soundtrack. That's way too much, you know. And I'm so glad that they went through with it because it's it's so rewarding. Yeah, the extra work totally bleeds through and makes it a standout product. I, I just again I really do work, worry people are writing it off as just another Metroidvania, just mm-hmm. another retro platform. It's such a special game. That's not what it is. It's it's something entirely different. Yeah. I want to play it right now, Greg. Go do it. I want to go play good games too. Can we just can't stop the show? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> I'm done. Gotta go pl- got games good. to play. Got games to play. Destiny two. Yeah. Forsaken. Forsaken. Dude, I didn't I didn't not think I'd get back into this game. What has hooked you back? What and, has and this, brought you back? Well, I, I guess it's just like, okay, I, I knew at one point I'm going to get back into Destiny, and I wasn't sure when, but I know that this was the release that the hardcore Destiny community was waiting for, where I know Bungie invited a lot of the hardcore streamers and people in the Destiny world that are like, you know, dedicated Destiny streamers. They invited them to their campus and was like, Tell us what is wrong with the product that we're putting out there right now. What you can we fix? You guys feel forsaken. Yes, exactly, exactly. And so the n- most recent expansion that came before Fos- Forsaken, I, I think it was, ah, shit, I think it was Warmind, I think. I'm not sure. I have, right. I have right. Wolf Stabby Osiris or something. Yeah. Uh, the, the, fir- the second one was Curse of the Osiris. The third one, I believe, is Warmind. But when Warmind came out, a lot of the people in the community were like, Hey guys, remember that thing that we talked about where we all went to Bungie to talk to Bungie about their game? Warmind is not the DLC that uh, that we were sort of, you know, trying to get Bungie or whatever. Bungie was pretty open and clear. Yeah. They're like, hey, we hear you. They said, this is not on, the one. <laughs> we're on track right, right now for these other DLCs. We'll get to it, which would become Forsaken. Right. Forsaken uh, is, I think, a really cool part of the story. And I, I didn't expect to care about the story again. I just, yeah. I knew I was going to hop back in because I like... That sort of gameplay loop of getting more loot and shooting things and getting more loot and it's 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 rewarding. It feels right. good, um, but the story is really cool. Where the I don't really want to spoil stuff, but there's uh, there's a character who's really pissed off, <laughs> and he's a he's an awoken dude, super super good looking. Let me tell yeah? you, this guy, yeah, nice, got some shoulders on him. What Greg. do the pecs look like? Uh, never shirtless though, never oh, shirtless. Wow. Yeah, not 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 that I recall, not that I can remember. Anyway. Um, He's uh he's angry man and you got to get him Greg. Sure. <laughs> you got to get him. Sure. But the cool thing is he has this sort of posse following him that are uh a different enemy type. We finally got a new enemy type where everything else was sort of like a reskinned enemy. Yeah. Uh the Taken were this brand new enemy, brand new several months ago or whatever or I forgot when it was, but they were just reskin Fallen or Vex or Hive or whatever. Um and now we have a brand new enemy that is sort of what the Fallen eventually became, I believe. Something like that. I forgot the exact lore behind it. But it, the cool thing is that this really big boss guy has all these sort of... It's sort of like uh, the Beauty and the Beast in, in, uh, in um, Guns of the Patriots. Mm. Oh. Like, like Each sort of character has their thing. And okay. you have to go hunt down all of these characters. And they all have like higher and higher recommended light levels. and Or power levels. And they all have a sort of uh, really cool mechanic behind them where, you know, it's it's not just shooting the guy. It's 
shooting the things to weaken the shield that is protecting him. And, you know, there's a lot of really cool gameplay uh, elements. So well-designed boss encounters. Yes, exactly. It's not, it's not just shoot yeah. down this bullet sponge. You know, okay. there's a lot of really yeah. cool... And they're all sort of different. They all have their own sort of vibe. Um, they, they, one of them is like a trickster, and he... Who in his world he will drop um, engrams that are bombs. Oh neat! Oh, and so you'll pick one up and and then and nothing happens <laughs> and you're holding it. Yeah. And then your ghost in the little north would be like, "Oh my god, it's rigged to blow! It's right." So you gotta you have to throw it. But then throwing those bombs is, is sort of a gameplay element where you have to explode certain things in the world. So it's really cool. Um, but uh, Gambit is the new multiplayer uh, mode. A lot of people oh, talk about Sherry. Gambit oh. is really cool. Um, it, you know, I think it's a little bit more interesting than Crucible would be because I know you and I don't love PvP because right. I'm just kind of shit at PvP. Oh, yeah, me too. And so this has some PvP elements, but it's mostly PvE. Uh, so Gambit is, there's two teams of four, and you hop into a world, and the other team hops into a world, and they are, you're separate, and it's sort of parallel universes, I guess, or whatever. And so you hop into this world, and the guy who runs Gambit is like, all right, today your enemy is the Hive. And it's uh, three different locations, I believe. Okay. The Hive are appearing at blah, blah, blah. So what the, the point of the game is you kill enemies in the world. You kill either Hive, Vex, or Fallen. And each time you do, they drop a moat of light. You take the moat of light back to this little pod that's in the center of the stage, and that gives you a point. The first to 75 wins. Bigger enemies drop more moats or sure, whatever. Sure, sure. There's something that happens that triggers... The others, the other team's pod that where you deposit the moats at, it it causes the pod to go into the ground, and you can't access it anymore. And it spawns a really, really huge enemy near the pod. And I, I don't know exactly what causes it because I've only played a few matches so far. But every time I've killed certain enemies in the game, it'll say, "Oh, you just sent a so and so to the other to the enemy team's oh. world or whatever." So and it's like a, a, when you're playing Luminous or Tetris or whatever, you're sending attacks over to the other side as you go. Kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like so, that. Like so, 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 so the, thing. Yeah. essentially, the pot where you deposit the moats at goes down, and you have Tetris. to take down the big enemy first. Yeah, oh. take him down. As soon as he's gone, the pot comes back up. You can deposit all your moats. Well, it's sort of this risk reward thing where you could collect. A bunch of moats, but if you get killed, all those moats are lost. Okay. So there was a point in my first match, I was just like, the, I couldn't imagine how much my teammates hated me because <laughs> I had like twelve moats on me, and then I got killed. I was like, oh damn, I got killed. Oh man, sorry. Gathered eight more, died immediately. The enemies in in this mode are a lot harder than they are in the actual world. So, okay. uh, what well, this another cool element to it where you can go to your, or oh, essentially when you get to seventy five moats of light collected. A huge enemy appears, and you have to kill him, and then that ends the game or whatever. Okay. So his life slowly drowns out, um, you know, goes down goes or whatever. Down. But every once in a while, a portal a portal opens to go to the enemy's world, and when you go to the enemy's world, you are going there to attack the other players. Oh. And if you kill them, not only do they drop modes of light or whatever, but uh, if they are in the mode where they are attacking their final enemy in the final phase of the game. If you kill them, the enemy gains life. Do you remember the Friends episode where Joey's hosting the game show? Never watched Friends. Uh, never watched Friends. No. Do you know this? Anybody remember I've, this? I, I watched Friends. I don't. I'm okay, so I'm an old man, you. but but there's this game show where he's hosting where they start describing the rules, and then after a while, they just sort of build on top to the point that it's crossed the bamboozle bridge to get the draw card that takes you yeah, to the yeah, magic. Yeah, okay, I like, 
I have no idea what you're describing at this point, but it's it sounds cool. really, it's really cool, really fun. It's and, really and, cool. And that's yeah. I, I, there's not much I care about in Destiny. I, Destiny really disappointed me. But what you're describing sounds great. Well, it's what's crazy is like after one game, like all like you, I, you know what you to do. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. it hits That's you immediately. Cool. And so, really is cool. that the main thing you're doing in Forsaken, or is it, or was it one night of single player content, or is it a whole bunch of single? I'd player say stuff like two nights of single player content for me, okay, okay. Uh, where there are different enemies to take down. There's still a lot more that I haven't even touched a single. Like you, you end the story, but then a whole new world is unlocked after the end. The ending gotcha. happens, and it's a lot higher level How hard? stuff. Did you were you already caught up on the other stuff? Did you, or did you play the other um, So I I bought the newest expansion, and with it comes a, a an item that levels up one character to the re, to the lowest recommended level amount for okay. Forsaken, and so. When you do that, it says, hey, if you upgrade this one character, you can't access any of the previous DLC. You cannot. You cannot. Okay. Um, with this one character. You can do it with another character if you want. But doing this, skipping to Forsaken, makes all the other DLC, like, null or whatever. Huh. Okay. And so... I, but again, but no, it, well, it isn't, it isn't, right? Because you think about the other DLC wasn't what people wanted, hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, to me, it was like... I I was hopping on because I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to stream this. I want to stream the new content, and I immediately I was like, why am I not? To, oh, I I have to buy Forsaken. Oh, it wasn't part of the. Oh, it's not part of the season pass. It's not part, it wasn't it wasn't a part. Of, it's like this and is a like new 40 season. Bucks, right? Uh, it's forty for the base thing, seventy for the something, and eighty for the something. Oh, so wait, I forgot what. Oh, what's the something? Oh, we don't know. Okay. Extra things, but uh, I was like, all right, I get the seventy dollar one. <laughs> I didn't. I whatever. Damn. Um, and yeah, so it's pretty pricey. Um. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed that it didn't, it wasn't included in that initial group. But, but again, you know, we're spoiled. We get games for free. You sure, know, yeah, yeah. You know. So if I want to play this game, and this this isn't me being grumpy, man, but I've got to run out, buy Destiny 2, then buy this. So I'm in for... Destiny 2 is free on PS Plus right now. On PS Plus right yeah. now. Okay. That's, how get you. that's how they that's get you. That's how they get you, that's yeah. How they, okay, there um, you go. There you go. But, I mean, I'm having a blast with it. I know that a lot of the community is very happy with it, too. The uh, there is There are way too many things to do. Yeah. Like and and that's what the, that's the community yeah. wants. That's yeah. Want. yeah, like every every person has their own bounty. Every like NPC that you meet with and talk to to get to unlock things has like, hey, here's these six bounties that you can do to level up and get new gear with or whatever. Yeah, um, I'm having a blast with it. Uh, Gambit is super fun for somebody who does not like PvP. Um, it was cool really jumping into that portal and taking down a few of them because they're busy trying to kill their guy and you could just pick them off from afar. You pick them off and it's like, good job, Guardian. And then you go back into your world and, and everything's he, on fire. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just yeah, really every cool. Every time you say Gambit, I just see this French guy throwing playing cards at Guardian. Yeah. So really awesome cool players. hair. So I want that mode. Cool yeah, hair. it's awesome yeah. hair. Costume contains body. Out with him. Yeah. Cost- they got married. Yeah. Well, they got, yeah, they got married. It's pretty cool. They anyway, I love, I love Destiny awesome. 2 Forsaken. I think it's, Really cool, and it's what the community wanted. It seems what like a surprise. That's yeah, awesome. shocking. And I like to the point where uh, you know I had I had yesterday off or whatever, and it was like four in the morning. I had screwed up my my sleeping schedule. It's like ah, let me just go do a few more things, you know. And it just it became the that thing again. Of Destiny. It's yeah. such or a callback to last year yeah. when we first got back into it, where it's yeah. like uh, I I I love playing this, and I love chasing that carrot on the end of the stick. It's yeah. it's so rewarding. It's so you know. I don't know. I love it. Firewall, Greg. Firewall Zero Hour. Mm-hmm. The PlayStation VR experience that's sweeping the nation. The number one download for PlayStation VR. Good for in them. In the month of August. Yeah, Excellent. 100%. Uh, Firewall uh, Zero Hour is amazing. 
Kevin and I have talked about it. I th we did, you know, a games daily with uh, David from Upload VR. He had reviewed it, so me, Kevin, and him were talking about it. And I think I've just chimed in everywhere, so I'll keep it short. Mm -hmm. But totally, I think we did talk about this on Gamescast last yeah. week. Yeah, uh, we've played more of it. It continues mm -hmm. to be awesome. Uh, I'm so stoked it's found an audience. I think it's so cool. I'm I'm just blown away that it held up. Yeah, I'm supposed to jump in and play with you, and then I totally flaked on that. Sorry. It's, you know how it is around yeah. here. We're all running around doing a million Still, things. Still, I want to play this game. This sounds, like like, sounds perfect. I'm going to go to Kevin's Thank and steal his so PSVR. Cool, Greg. Can I get a weekend? Water? Yeah. Thank you. We're talking about a firewall now. We're about to talk about Donut Country. Fuck. County. Oh! County. County. Donut County. Firewall's awesome. Everybody get Firewall. If you didn't, if you missed any other time we've talked about it, PlayStation VR, Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas, Terrorist Hunt. It's amazing. 4v4 is awesome. Now, Donut Country County. Donut Don't Country is uh, is Portable Hole the Game, right? Yeah, Portable yeah. Hole the Game. Yeah. Uh, I cannot <laughs> wait to play this. Donut County is awesome. Uh, we had... Uh, what is Donut County? Donut County is you are a raccoon, and you have banished all of your townspeople, who are all uh, mostly humans, or well, your best friend's a human, the other people are animals as well. You, you've... Uh, all banished. You had a hole you were moving around town that was sucking people in, and now you're all underground. And around a fire, they what all the like fuck? it's an airing of grievances, basically. Of like, well, what they're trying to piece it together, and the raccoon's smarmy and he won't admit that he did it. And so, like, well, all right, Jared, how did you find up in the hole? He's like, well, I ordered donuts delivery, and then they banter about that, and then you go play that level where the raccoon's on his uh, basically dr controlling his little drone, but it's just a hole in the ground, and he goes around, and it's like a lot of people have called it. Similar to Katamari, thank you so mm -hmm. much. Which is true, but it's m different in a way. Like I yeah. think uh, Joey, when I Joey played it before I did, and uh, we were having Ben on um, uh, the Kind of Funny Games Daily, and I was talking to him about it, and it was like, or talking to her about it. I'm like, all right, cool. I haven't played yet. And it's like Katamari. She's like, yeah, but it's Zen. Like there's no, and I talked to him about it too. There's no timer counting down. There's no, are you gonna yeah. get this done in time? It is like it's a puzzle game. You're gonna solve eventually, no matter what. And it's not even that much of a puzzle because. You start as a small hole, and you can only suck up small things. But the more things you suck up, the bigger the hole gets. Yeah. So then you yeah. start getting everything. And I played a bit of E3. Yeah, it's in, just in, this in goofy the little, little physics room. game, right? Of taking things down and sucking them in. And then the story of this, uh, everything was fine in the town until these raccoons came in. Mm. And now you got to go talk to nickel. King Raccoon about, hey, maybe we shouldn't be sucking everybody up in holes. and sh Like, it's nonsense, but it's cute, adorable, fun nonsense, and it's two hours. This so game's been in development there. a really long time. A so, very yeah, long time. So. You can get that all on Kind of Funny Games Day with that story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it, I, 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 you know, of course, I thought it looked cute. It had had a great. Uh, it had been, you know, obviously teased forever ago. Yeah. But I, for me, it stuck out when it came to PSX, and they put it up. They put a funny trailer together. And I was like, oh, that seems interesting. And then, all right, two hours. It's an easy platinum, of course. But like, it's not like the other easy platinum games I play that are garbage. This one was like. You know, this is really fun, and it was really cute, and, you know, uh, I, I tweeted out the screenshot of it, but it's like the the loading screen always says, like, have a garbage day, because yeah. they're raccoons, they're and they raccoons. love garbage. They just want everybody's garbage, and that's this, why they're sucking the people garbage. in holes. This is just little raccoons so and I play a lot of single-player games together where one this is, is perfect. perfect for this that. This is perfect, because, okay. like, it's that thing of let her play, and you just li listen and read the conversations and laugh at them, because yeah. the dialogue's hilarious, the, you know, the raccoon's funny, like, they play on tropes here and there but it's it's really really well done i was i was caught off guard with how much i liked the game yeah so speaking of easy platinum games yeah on the bad garbage side sure greg cool greg we're skipping ahead to little adventure on the prairie little adventure on the prairie give me the pitch greg the pitch on this one is the one i talked to you about i think on this show right salem ghana melgana mm -hmm. a uh, long time kind of funny best friend supporter of all the shows uh had uh, if you remember a kotaku article popped up of like hey People are buying terrible games for easy trophies, and it's kind of keeping the Vita alive. And this was one <laughs> of them, of like this game that you buy, and it's an easy platinum, and uh, I have my platinum open, right? Uh, 
Yeah, it took me 37 minutes to do it, you know, to get the platinum in it. Holy shit. And let me tell you, and that's not even, I have other ones on here shorter. Let me tell you, Greg Miller has been covering games professionally up for 12 years next year, next uh, spring, right? Playing games my entire life. This is literally the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> wow. And I don't, I, Salem made no bones about it in his fucking Kotaku thing of like, they were like, it's not a good game. And he knows it's not a good game. They just needed funding to get their next game going. So why not f- slap trophies on this piece of shit and put it out? And oh that's what they did. Gosh. And it is unabashedly terrible. <laughs> I want to make a 10 episode Netflix series about the making of this game, about a bunch of people sitting around the in decisions office. going, yeah, through. I going read into that. The story, the Kotaku story. Well, I had seen it originally and then Salem saw me tweeting about uh, Super Destroyer, not DX. And that's when he hit me up. He's like, yeah. hey, dude, uh, we made this one. You might have seen the art. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, thanks for the code. All right, cool. And like, I and they talk about like sometimes the character gets caught on the the fit, the, ge- the geometry of the level and shit like that. I'm like, but how bad? Can-? And it's like, holy shit, this is game. <laughs> bad yeah. like just no sound effects it's 2d like mm-hmm. side scrolling or whatever but you're a character with a little uh, uh a sword and you just walk and these enemies come up to you right and you swing th- it's like marionettes you're but it's not meant to be you're just swinging this sword around wildly hitting them in the head and if you stay on the ground they'll they'll attack you they only walk so far and then they'll stop so like you're you're taking damage so like you have to figure out where the sweet spot of is Walking towards them, getting them to stop, and then going back a little bit so you don't get hit, and then just sitting and doing this. Then, if you really want, if you, the way the pro maneuver here, Andy, listen up, guys, <laughs> is that you walk Take towards notes. them, and before they swing, if you jump, you'll collide a little bit with like the, their head, and they'll just stand there, and then you swing your sword up and down, and every downstroke will eventually tap them in the head. And then they'll die. So, and then you jump to the next character, and like you're not you're not standing on their head. It'd be like if I jumped up, Andy, and I just hovered here. Oh, I'm sure. not on top of your head. I'm hovering. My okay. my geometry is caught in your geometry. Yeah. Collision and then boxes. I do this, and Game then there's a, a, one set of enemies where all of a sudden, and I don't know, I don't think it's on purpose. You can hop over them, and then it gets all fucked up, and you can't do that. So this is when, yeah, they walk towards you, you walk towards them, they stop, you move back a little bit, and then you got to inch towards them. To find the part where only your sword can hit them and they can't hit you. So how did how did like this is some kid's Unity homework assignment turned into a commercial product? It sounds like how did this pass cert? Like oh, PlayStation doesn't care. It works. Yeah, game it works. works. You can. You can Does it, that uh, count as working? I mean, I mean, I mean what what I mean, what Life of Black Tiger counts as working, right? If it boots up, it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think honestly, like I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. And this is just you know, I'm trying to make sure. This, I think this was discussed. Uh, let's just be. I don't. I, I'm not sure anymore what's on the record, off the record. If I can attribute to PlayStation's not worried. I don't think about the quality of their game. They're worried about you admitting you're just putting it out for trophies. And I think if you stay away from that messaging, even though Salem went that way, he didn't put it on. Like he didn't pull the five star top rated trophy bullshit. It wasn't yeah. He didn't. Description he didn't put this. that in the description of like, hey, little it's adventure a- on the prairie. Like what a shit name. That's like, such you, a. Like, it's like what the fuck. It's cool. Like, you bring up little adventure on the prairie, prairie in YouTube. Oh. Uh, PS4, PS, yeah, what, PS4. That, if, Just if you, to show them what I'm talking about. Like Greg, you that, you reviewed games for many years. Yeah, at IGN. yeah. Like, yeah. How, how many did you review over a hundred games? Oh yeah, easy. Over two hundred games, probably. Yeah. What's the lowest number you've ever given a game? <laughs> Off the top of your head, uh, I think a two five maybe once. Wow, what Naughty Bear got a three. I what think. would you give this game on the Greg Miller scale? <laughs> I mean, oh, it's a guy from Gorillas. Two <laughs> D. It's two D. What would I? Oh, it is in Unity. Ah. Would, of, course of course it is. Of course it is. Um. 
Oh, Jesus Kodak, Christ. show it to them if they see it. Oh, yeah. he's way too far to the right of the screen. You can't see anything coming. Hold on, oh. well, that doesn't matter for this game. That's right like, now, what he's done is he's gone underground Konami here. You, you oh, no, he went the wrong way. Now he's hopping up. See, you oh. float a little bit there. You see what's happening here? Uh, like, that's not on purpose. That's not. It's just like how it's. Uh, didn't so, even worry about the tiling textures. No, <laughs> well, no. I mean, like it's it, sh it signifies that you are in a different area. You know what I mean? That's the thing. So I the, mean, like I it, the problem is I don't have the IGN scale in front of me anymore. Yeah. Right? Three was bad, and then two was awful. One was abysmal. Can, can, yeah, can you please show it again? But like, show it, like, skip to them finding an enemy. <laughs> no, no, it's not you. You, how would you know? You don't know what's going. on. You're not doing this. Oh, right? this here, oh, here's here an enemy. Watch, uh, and then see you do this. Little, <laughs> this you do this little flight mechanic. They just disappear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's they don't no, go anywhere. There's no sound effect, and yeah, they just disappear. And this is hot lava, but you can kind of hover across the entire way. Okay. And there you go. See, there's no ending. It's just you killed the amount of monsters you needed to kill in that level, which nobody knew the amount until it happened. I feel it's much really better, bad. Much better about entering game development it's than I used really to. It's really bad. Uh, so this and again, unabashedly. So yeah, it's it's what it is. And I I played it on Vita while Jen was watching a movie or whatever. And I was like, wow, I finished it. I was like, wow, that was one of the worst games. That is yeah. the worst game I've ever played. And then the next night, I played it on PlayStation Four. So the the Japanese have a have a term kusoge, uh, which uh -huh. is a blending of two words, kuso, which is shit mm -hmm. or shitty, and gay game. And they put it together, and any Japanese game store has what they call a kusoge corner. Yeah, well, this would be in that corner. This so would this definitely is, be in that yeah, corner. Yeah, this is like first rate kusoge. But it's right like, there. and it's one of those things of I looked at the trophy guide, and like you can't miss this trophy. I love how uh, I love how Reina Vaz replied to your tweet about like. I've been there, man. Like yeah. I, oh, yeah. I just I gotta play this shitty game for these achievements and I'm it's what you do. It's what you so, gotta do. So five to five point nine is mediocre. Oh. Four to four point nine is bad. Oh really? Three to three point nine yeah. is awful. Yeah. Okay. Two to two point nine is painful. And one to one point nine is unbearable. <laughs> Zero to point nine is disaster. <laughs> The thing that is, you would not have played this game if you didn't that scale. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. No way. So no way. it can't be unbearable. No, that, and that's the thing is, it's not unbearable. You know what I mean? It's but is it what a was disaster? the three? <laughs> awful, and then it was painful, and then unbearable. I, I guess it's awful, right? Because it's not. That looks painful to me. It, I, I would have a different perspective. Look at this little freak. I mean, why would you do this? Why would anyone? You spent money for this. No, no, I got codes. Oh, okay. A lot of people now. Here, now let's let's for a second though stop. Put a pin in that. If I had been told how easy the platinum is, and I would and I would have spent money on this. Really? You I spent money it. on Super Destroyer. Not now. Granted, not a bad game. No, wait. Okay, now if they just offered platinums for money. Yeah, take them. Would you buy them? Yeah, yeah why not? You would. I got okay. a couple <laughs> bucks. Give it, but why not, buddy? Let's just make. It would be when I want the number nice and round, right? Like right now, it's at seventy-seven. I think it's like yeah, oh, get that's that ugly. 80. Let me get it eighty. So you would spend like <laughs> fifteen bucks. bucks on no, three I wouldn't spend forty bucks on it. That's outrageous. You got to be so a man. Greg Miller, where is your line? You would you what? pay ten bucks? It depends. Right now, here's I'm at seventy-seven, Tim. Yeah. What do I got to do for that sweet twenty-three? What? Yeah. <laughs> How much is twenty-three trophies? How much are you selling twenty-three trophies for? Right now? I don't know. Thousand dollars? Fuck no! Jesus God! No. Five hundred dollars? No, no, no! I'm not. I'm definitely not. One hundred. I don't believe you. That's where I start debating. That's where I start. Do I want one hundred dollars to get twenty-three trophies right now? So, somewhere in Sony headquarters right now, Geo's watching this, going, they're all, "No, no, they're all horrified at Sony HQ. They're where the horrified. fuck is Slide? Let, green light Slide for America. What Slide? Slide is five-star trophy, top-rated trophies renamed. It's out in Europe. Why isn't yeah. it here? And that'll be the thing. You'll know when I've gone around the bend on this trophy business when I make the European account to buy the European games to then log back into my American account and play the European games to get the European trophies. Uh, you fucking drug addict, dude. 
It just comes in waves. <laughs> like you can look at my, I have my trophy list open because I knew we we're gonna talk about stuff today, right? And you can see where it's like I'm good for a long time, and then I get like the taste. It's like oh, I platinum God of War, and then I did uh, Batman, and I was like okay. And then Tacoma, I was like okay. And then Detroit, and then Detroit was one where I was like. Man, I, I'm close to some milestones, and me and Kevin finally did a way out. I did Old Man's Journey, and then it was two Super Destroyer Knots, then it's two Little Adventure on the Prairie, then you got Donut County, then you got Spider-Man. I'm just telling you, man. It's fun. Enjoy life, all right? I don't tell you guys how to fucking enjoy your time. I he's over here you, you bamboozling do. people in the ghost dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already fine with that gameplay. <laughs> Going back, Cool Greg, we're going to talk about The Walking Dead, the final season. Yeah, we haven't talked about this yet, no, right? On this not. show, no, right? I don't uh, think so. Yeah, well, it's because we had to take time off of the, what have we been playing for a bunch of different cool topics and everything mm -hmm. else. Uh, played episode one of The Walking Dead, uh, the final season. Worth pointing out today on Games Daily, we went through, I believe, actually, I don't need to believe. I have it written, I have writing on the back of this. Yeah, the eighth top uh, download for the PSN for the month nice. of August, mm. which I think is a pretty nice. Uh, the other, the only other new game on there before it was Madden at number one. The rest were probably sales and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I think it's a great episode. I'm excited for where we're going. Uh, I think even though it's not the new engine, you know, they're not using uh, what is it Unity? Or they're talking Unreal. about being under Unreal. Yeah. Um, they're not. It's still the Telltale engine. They definitely spent a lot of time on this. You know, this is what they've talked about with. Dialing back, doing fewer projects, more care to them. Uh, it looks really nice graphically. Uh, there's a lot more visual effects going on. Like even in the f opening scene, Clem's driving a car and they have the windows down and the D on her hat, like the stitchings come off the top of it. So it's like mm. flapping in the wind. Mm, cool. And they really went through and gave a, a better, uh, not better, I guess, but I like a more detailed art style than I think even they had in the last one, uh, last season of it, uh, which was Walking Dead, Last uh, Lost Frontier, Last Frontier. Mm. Um, new Frontier. Story's interesting. I like where we start. Uh, I hated uh, AJ, and if you have no mm. idea who AJ is, don't worry. This is my favorite part yeah. about it, right? Because I talked about it so much of like, man, I think a lot of people lapsed after season yeah. one being so spectacular, and we got two, and we got four days, and all this different crap. I think they lapsed from there, and this one very clearly opens with, it read my decisions and like said yeah. things I did, but it is very much super season one Lee heavy, and then this person took care of me. I met some other people. This thing happened, and now I'm here with eight, and it's like, okay, cool. It's like, like you, Superman Returns, just like, hey, three and four, this didn't really ever exactly. happen. Exactly, yeah, yeah, they, they happen, right and like, you, here's yeah. a basis of, like, you're taking care of this kid named AJ, right? All right, let's go, and you jump in from there. Uh, AJ, I thought was cool. Uh, it's interesting, and he's basically a child Clem's been raising, and so it's cool to see a kid raised in this world where it is zombie land, right, where they're, you know, he doesn't know touchstones for real things, and, like, the nursery rhymes he knows on how to protect himself and, like, what to do. Sorry, did you just say you don't like AJ? I didn't like AJ. Okay. This episode, I liked him. Cool. I didn't like AJ as a plot device before. Got I thought he was mishandled, and in a game of choices, they didn't give me the right choices I felt for it. Mm. Um, interesting cast of characters were introduced to. I feel, as somebody who did, has played everything, like we, there's a conversation you have that you start talking a little bit about Lee, and it's like, oh man, this is cool, but for me, it's like, this is something we did in season two with Scott Porter's character. So like doing this again, I'm just yeah. like, it isn't as impressive, but I get it that if you lapsed and you came in, you'd want to have that conversation mm. again. And it is powerful and it is interesting. And I want to see where they're going. I like, you know, the they've announced all the dates. It's just four episodes. You know what's happening and when it's coming. So I'm, I'm when, When's interested. it end, end? I think December is the final one, yeah. if that's correct. Right? I like that they announced all the dates ahead of time. They've yeah. never done that before. I don't end think. of an era. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that's the thing. Of... They're making it into an event, right? Yeah. That it is the end of Clem's uh, story. Yeah. 
I'm really interested to see if they continue with the tool or if they do move to Unreal like some people have speculated. They have to move, right? That thing's got so many problems. I think it's just been so easy to sit there and be like, this is not good. (laughs) Like, why are we still here? I'm fact-checking on IGN.com, and they are just talking about this season's first episode. (laughs) Cool, Greg. Can I steal another drink, man? Yeah. Thank you. Sorry about that. While we're waiting on that, uh, December 18th, final episode. If y'all give a damn about Overwatch, the Overwatch World Cup is going on right now. Oh, and it's, what does that mean? It's a really cool way to watch uh, your country's sort of fight for the championship, I guess. So, Is this related to just Overwatch League, it, like the season? It is now. It is now. So I before Overwatch League existed, they still had the World Cup. This is the third World Cup they've, they're doing. I don't, again, I didn't watch the other World Cups. I didn't really, I wasn't invested in esports because I don't, the only reason why I care about Overwatch League is because it's tied to cities and, or tied to states and you care about the locations Mm -hmm. where before it's, you know, Team Envy versus FaZe Clan. It's like, I don't know who these people are. Why do, why should I root for them? Um, But the Overwatch League has really got me into, you know, competitive Overwatch. And so right now it's really cool watching the really good pros from this team in the Overwatch League and this team, and it's like, oh, those guys are both from uh, the U.S. Now they're playing for Team USA, you know? America! Yeah, it's really cool. It's, uh, you know, there's a really good player on the Gladiator, on the Los Angeles Gladiators, who is from Canada. There was a really uh, good player. I forgot where he plays, but both Canadian. Now they're both playing for Team Canada. So day one started today. Um, It's just really cool seeing all these pros that I've gotten to know through watching Overwatch League and mm-hmm. now seeing some of them team up to play for Team Finland or whatever. That's cool. It's, so it's really the awesome. Who's the plucky underdog? Like, who do we need to keep an eye on? They're going to come out and surprise everybody. Ooh, I'm not... I am not sure. I know that, like, the... the By far, the favorite is South Korea. Okay. Um, they... All of the pro... I mean, essentially, all of South Korea's team is all pros. Mm-hmm. Where the rest of a lot of the other teams, some of them are not in the Overwatch League. Hmm. Uh, so, like, uh, for example, this morning, um, Canada was playing Brazil. Okay. And there's a few pros on Canada's team who are in the Overwatch League, and you know them because you see them play, but Brazil has nobody that you've ever heard of because they're not in the actual Overwatch League. Interesting. But they're part of, like, Overwatch Contenders, which is sort of like the minor leagues or whatever. Hmm. And so this morning, like, Brazil's playing, and they are giving, like, you expect Canada to whip ass because they're all pros. And they are getting a run for their money playing against Brazil. Nice. And like at halftime, they talk to one of the guys from Brazil and they're like, so how do you feel? And he's like, look, we know we're not the best team. We just want to make the other, we just want to make the other team sweat. And we think we're doing a pretty good job. And like a few of the matches were like close and the matches would end. You see Team Canada like, holy shit. Like we weren't <laughs> expecting that from these people that nobody's heard of. You know, Yeah, my wife, Angie, says she hates all sports and loves all sports movies. Um, (laughs) It's kind of the same thing. I don't play a lot of esports games, but I love the drama around events like this. So I love love to have somebody tell me the story of that. It's kind of how I consume baseball, largely through reading baseball writing as opposed to actually watching the games. I like having passionate people like you just be like, and then this happened, and this. I'm like, ooh, now I care. Yeah, it's it's, really cool. So if you you watch or care about Overwatch at all, I think getting into, because I've had a lot of people tweeting me, hey, what's a good way to get into the Overwatch League? Is it hard to follow? I don't think it is. I think it's a matter of like, oh, what team should I root for? I think if you watch the World Cup 
And if you are American, obviously you'd root for the USA or whatever, or you'd root for Canada or wherever. But that'll get uh, that'll that's sort of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the gateway drug into figuring gotcha. out. Oh, this team has all these players. Oh, and this player plays for the Dallas Fuel, and this player plays for uh, the the Seoul. I forgot who Seoul Korea's team is or whatever. Or it's the New York Excelsior is like the powerhouse hmm. in the Overwatch League because all their team is like a, comprised of like some of the best P, uh, players from South Korea. Hmm. Uh, it's just really cool. I think it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, got it. Luminous. Play more luminous. Any updates? I, I mean, it's. Did you platinum it yet? Is no, that a thing? no. We'll see. What had happened is, I uh, when Luminous dropped, Jared was here. He saw my excitement. Uh, and my Luminous joy. dropped. Yeah, hey. look at that. Nice. Uh, no, I forget. It came out, and then immediately something else came out that we yeah. needed more imminently, and it was more critical for me to do. And so the other night, Spider Man's platinumed. Uh, I'm back from travel. Uh, I'm trying not to save it, obviously, but I'm infatuated with Valkyrie Chronicles Four. I'm infatuated with Octopath. We got the ten hour flight to London and back. I've just been only leaving those for planes. And so I was playing another game for review that I can't talk about yet. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. This is a little too intense for me right now. Like I need to, I, I'm kind of on autopilot like right now. So I jumped in and did, I'm just going to play a match of Luminous. And so an hour and a half later, you like the, the match. match was over and I was like, okay, well, first, fuck, first off, do some of the other stuff. First you said drop, then you're using match. I, I Are you doing this on purpose? I, it's just there naturally. Okay, you know that's I mean? kind of beautiful. But then it was the... Siren song, the elixir of the trophies. Right? Nah. I knocked out one. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I got to start working. So I'm, I'm back on that bullshit, right? Of, you know, I, I'm in. <laughs> back on my bullshit. I'm there. I'm starting to chip away at it. I'm chipping away at the trophy list. I'm away to play it. But it's going to be tough. There's a little. I was so, a good red hot chili pepper. Now, you talked about, I don't remember who it was, but you were mentioning you're great at Luminous. And there was somebody on, I think, Sony staff that's great at Tetris. Effect. Justin Massigill okay, from so the PlayStation blog is a Tetris savant. Okay. So and I, when I was at E3, and this is one of the reasons, too, is that Firewall, of course, has me using the PlayStation VR a lot again, yeah. right? And so I'm always, I, every time I'm done with a firewall match, I'm like, do I want to tinker with something else? And I keep, every time I have that moment, I'm like, oh, Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect. Where is Tetris Effect? Yeah. And so that Luminous is there, and it's on Switch, so even on the plane, when I'm like, I want something way quicker than a Valkyria, Valkyria match, I jump into te- uh, Luminous here. No, Justin, yeah, amazing at Tetris. And you mentioned maybe that you all do a tournament where you play Luminous and Tetris Effect and uh-huh. then a third weird puzzle game. Yeah, we might have to come to you to find I, a weird I puzzle found game. I definitely found the weird puzzle Don't tell game. me. Don't tell me what it is. Found it. Because I, that's the thing. You don't want your leg up? Exactly. Justin, I think, has admitted that I'm better at Luminous than him. Yeah. I've definitely admitted he's better than Tetris. Of course, anything can happen out there in the field. Yeah, you got shapes dropping and lines and squares dropping. disappearing. You're all over the place. But yeah, all right. yeah I, I, am, have, I, I am found jump- your third tiebreaker. The Luminous... Scratch has de- or itch has definitely reignited the f- where the fuck is it? And then again, while we're in the same vein of I'm wearing this headset asking about games, where the fuck is Beat Saber? We played Beat Saber. Mm. I've seen. I was one of the first people to tweet out about Be- Beat Saber. Not that I'm saying that like a big deal, but I was like, holy shit, this game looks awesome. And then playing it at the Amazon stream when we did the uh, Oculus setup there, I was like, oh shit. And then they announced it, you know, for VR or PlayStation VR. I'm like, yes. And now it's this thing of like, I'm like, I would totally be sitting here acting like a moron right now playing Beat Saber. Beat Saber just sounds dirty. It does. Beat yeah. Saber is fucking. It is dirty too. Incredible, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. It, it plays nasty. nasty. It plays nasty. Yeah. It's nasty beats. Uh, Video Kid. Yeah. It's a game both of you guys played. Right. I only played for, yeah, like 30, 40 minutes because it's hard as fuck. It's just like paper it's, it's, it's a paper. You tell him, Jerry. No, I, I, after you, Greg. No, okay. you. You. All right. So, yeah, it's Paperboy. Uh, except you don't have limited ammunition, which means you can just throw videotapes all you want. It's a three lane conversion of, like, it's a three lane conversion of Paperboy. There's only three lanes you can actually be in. It's actually an old Steam game that's been ported over to Switch. But it's fine. It's fun. It's 
probably worth about what they're charging for it, but its main thing is ridiculously wonderful copyright infringement. Yep. That's its gimmick. Yeah, uh, I mean, you how- are Marty McFly. You're delivering v- VHS tapes as you go. The Ninja Turtles are running down the street. Yeah. Every, Big birds attacking the, you. The chipmunks yeah. are there, yeah, hanging yeah, yeah, out. And when we say like copyright infringement, this is like. Ready Player One levels of copyright of infringement. There's yeah, there's yeah, yeah. literally dozens of things happening at once, all of which are throwback references, and that's kind of its gimmick. It's a fine arcade game. I think the right lane is a little too dangerous. I think they should have spent a little more time polishing. The entire that. thing is like I'm playing and I'm like, all right, it's like my third. Oh, I'm dead immediately. Yeah, like I'm like not even a house one yet. Bad city, bad city planning right there, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I started getting a feel for it. Like once I knew what to look for, I definitely got a little better at it. It's not a Standout breakthrough game, but it's perfectly good and interesting. Yeah, so and, uh, it's it's not Paperboy One, but at least it's not Paperboy sixty four. I would rather play this game than Paperboy One. Uh, Paperboy really? One is a very memorable game, and I love the bicycle controller, but I don't actually like to play it. Hmm. Uh, it's okay. Um, the soundtrack, it's, it's, though, man, it it, soundtrack's good. It's just mm-hmm. it's just too hard. It slaps everybody. It's hard in the wrong ways. Yeah, uh, everything's <laughs> trying to kill you. Yeah. Video kid, what a weird concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're gonna throw VHS tapes. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Well, it's not paper, boy, just like they do, kid. and do tricks. You can, however, I do support the fact that you can also put on a Cookie Monster skin in this game. Oh, and be a skateboard, you can be a skateboarding Cookie Monster. Oh, okay, sure. Of course, uh, going as through you the streets, do. throwing as video you do. videotapes at people. I do like it's an improvement that you don't have limited ammunition. That was Paperboy's biggest weakness was mm. that you can just throw all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Pac-Man 256 you put on your list. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, so, two, I didn't like Pac-Man 256 when it was a mobile game with all that free-to-play crap in it. Oh, like, I just, okay. whatever. This is not. Why don't we take a really great idea for a video game and then ruin it? Yeah. And uh, See, for me, I thought it was okay because it the, the paywall that they would hit you with, I was like, this is the exact amount I wanted to play this game. Now I can stop. Like, it was a good, <laughs> it was a good way for me to be like, all right, this... In an hour or two, I'll come back to it, maybe. Okay. Or not. <laughs> well, f- what I found myself surprised by, I, I was there was a random PlayStation sale a couple of weeks ago, and it was knocked down to like three bucks, so I just grabbed it on PS4. The console port of that, which is admittedly an old game now, um, really good. Uh, it's it's got some problems. It's still got a little of the that old mobile game DNA in it. It's not trying to get more money out of you at all. But some of the design choices that were made to make it a good mobile game make it not as good when they're just giving you everything in increments. It, it progression is just too slow on the weapons. There's some the thing. There's a lot. Of, I'm learning. There's some genuine like fine tuning went into that game. And as your abilities change, as you level up your weapons and gain custom loadouts. There are a lot of different ways to approach that maze that have all been anticipated by the designers and different play styles you can really hit it with. And they don't open those doors quickly enough outside the paywall system. But all that said, it's a surprisingly deep, very good arcade game that I really kind of missed the first time around and I'm Hmm. glad I gave a second chance. I have been diving in for, it's just like, oh, one more run. One more run, one more run. And it's all about getting that high score and discovering that there's real skill-based improvement to be made in it. Didn't you, you play much of it? I played it on mobile a ton. Like yeah. It was one of my go-to airplane mobile games that it was just like I would play. But then, yeah, once it hit the paywall, I was just like, mm. flip back over to Paywall Blast. I strongly encourage you, uh, if you're looking for something to just eat a few hours away and dive into and, 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 uh, and get good at, it's got that quality. I'd say it's a very solid B. 
Like if it was oh, on okay. a report card, it's a very solid B game full of creative ideas. I'm sorry, I missed this at the beginning. What are you playing it on now? P- PS4. Okay, because okay. uh, that takes all the. Uh, you talk about yeah, you talk about the death of the microtransaction, right? And, like, yeah. But the problem, the replacement system, unfortunately, still is too grindy. That's okay. my that's my but main. Is complaint. there a platinum trophy, and is it easy? I, I don't know. You know I, I guarantee know it's th- not easy. I don't even know if there are trophies. I, what's Jared, a trophy? Is it a free to play game? Uh, no. Then it has trophies. Okay. Don't worry. I'll get to the bottom of this, everybody. Yeah. I was worried. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, a game that turned me off before, I'm having a lot of fun with now. Mm, Did you play it, awesome. Andy? No, 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 no. That's, it's a, it's <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, God no. no. Yeah. Cosmic Star Heroine. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Cosmic Star Heroine is... Uh, Do any, any of y'all play this? Mm-mm. No, I remember when it came out, I gave it a shot, and I was like, nah, I'm not a turn-based guy. Mm. Well, it is turn-based, but yeah. it's really creative turn-based. Um what they do to juggle the way you have to use abilities in turn-based and constantly keep an eye on the action meter uh, to, to, you can turn base, you know, you struck the orc, the orc struck you for a little while, but once you did the game a little bit, if you play like that, you will lose. It's all about using the items. It's all about using the shield effects. It's all about juggling your abilities around your party in each encounter and things get really tense and harrowing. And I love it. So this game is a, like, think Octopath Traveler, but made by a very small team, and it's about uh, Blade Runner Super Spies from the future. Um, kind of looks like an old Square Enix game with look or feel. It had been uh, uh, previewed forever. Yeah. This is when we saw forever and ever and ever at PAXs. Yeah, yeah I played it on Steam originally, yeah. and it's by the guys that did uh, Cthulhu Saves the World and the Penny Arcade, the best of the Penny Arcade RPGs. And, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Precipice of Darkness. They make really great stuff. Um, and this is kind of their own IP, your own project. It's good on Steam. I've been playing it now on Switch, and I really, really like it. If you're looking for a meaty RPG that's not very expensive and will give you a lot to do. Do you like it more than you like uh, Octopath? I know that, you know. Uh, I know. I, yeah, ask me that in a week. Okay. Um, I don't like, I don't think I like it more than Octopath, but it's different enough that I really enjoy it. Siri, ask him again in a week. Uh, I want to call out, of course, Pac-Man 256 has a bullshit trophy list, all right? Two golds, one silver, a bunch of bronzes for 10 total trophies. No platinum? No. Ah, there we go. Cowards. Cowards. Oh, by the way, I want to apologize to everyone for these red onion burps that have continued. Horrible. They are. Oh, they're not getting over here. Oh, they're not getting over here. They're just all going to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a moment, I think it was when I, was, when I said Luminous. Where you can scroll back and, and see it, where it happened. And I, I like, I like, was like, am I going to throw up right now? <laughs> Holy shit. It's been um, going. I've been drinking this LaCroix and they just kind of yeah, all. I get it, dude. The bubbly. <laughs> Samurai Gun 2. Yeah. All right. So Samurai Gun 2 played at PAX uh, with the developers, came by and, and got a little time with that. I've ran it on Samurai Gun before. Did you all play that? Just Devolver, right? Huh? Devolver's publishing? I don't know who's publishing it. I was just talking I'll to the devs. One. I actually don't know who's going to do the final publishing on this. Um, but Samurai Gun 2, the sequel to Samurai Gun, which is my favorite four-player couch competitive Smash Brothers type game of all time. Man, uh, we got a party mode, man. Yeah, it's a spectacular game. You can understand what you're supposed to do in about 30 seconds, but it's redonkulous deep and uh, a very, very simple control scheme, quick to master, nothing to no unlocking crap, just straight in and play. Lightning, lightning fast gameplay. That's what makes it feel so wonderful. It's all about bouncing off each other, getting that just that perfect hit, dropping down on somebody and surprising them. Limited resources per life. Double fine presents Samurai Gun. Mm, There you go. So it's 
And I played, they're, they're not releasing the new game until 2019. It's perfectly situated for Switch. Everything they're changing for this one fixes what minor issues there were to fix in Samurai Gun, which was kind of near perfect anyway. The new abilities they've added add to the game without making it more complicated. They've added a kind of a dash ability that uses the same ammo as your Samurai Gun does. <laughs> and so you've got a like, kind of a risk reward thing there, mm. a paper, rock, scissors that builds. Can't wait. I love the very Can't. minimal art style. Oh, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, the art's beautiful. So, um, yeah, I talked to him about maybe bringing it in for a party mode eventually. Cool. So yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. That sounds, rad. That yeah, sounds great. Uh, Greg. Yeah. You played a bunch of PAX games. You want to save that for, for next week? Uh, I don't think I'm here next week. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Like, don't even worry about it. Okay. I played a lot of good stuff at PAX. There's a lot of cool shit I want to make sure we do party modes with, too, because there's awesome. a lot of really, really cool uh, multiplayer stuff happening, as usual, in the indie scene. Yep. All, boards, all sorts of cool stuff. Things happen. Nick Scarpedo. Is it that time? It's that time. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Is Nick going to sing for us? I think he doesn't it's need to sing. The hey, we, we have a, th- a song number one. And oh. then I gave Nick permission to give us his rendition of the song he's never heard because he doesn't watch the show. Great, great, great. I did not give you permission, Andy Cortez, in the great. World Games Journalism. I'd prefer it if you stay in your it's lane. Here he comes. All right, Nick. You Nick Scarpino and Andy Cortez's first mobile game or again, bullshit I'm undefeated. Appearance. I want you to know that I've never lost at mobile game or bullshit. I've only won once. But Nick Nick rolled, going man. down. You got a lot of challenges. Nick today. rolls his eyes at that statement. Cool, Greg. His mic scoff up, right? at it. Yeah. All right, I scoff at that statement. Scoff at you, scoff Nick. Hit us with the theme song for mobile game or Atari Twenty Six Hundred game. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> yep. Mighty Mobile Game or Atari 600, 2600. That's a callback because you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, sure. That's how comedy works, guys. <laughs> Keep saying it until someone laughs and walk away slowly. Jared, what are we doing today? All right, what we're doing today is mobile game or Atari 2600 game. Because we have four contestants, we are actually going to do seven, not five, but seven different games. I actually have a list of over 20 in front of me because I was still finishing Mobile Gamer Bullshit when I got the uh, text from uh, Tim that's like, hey, where are you? And it's like, I'm supposed to be here at three. He's like, oh. So then I got here. Yep. So I burped onions all over him for the whole show. Make <laughs> up for that. All right. So what you're going to do is very simply say, if this is a mobile game or an Atari 2600 game. No, that's not how you play the game. That's no fancy descriptions head, this time. Just the names to go all the way around. And I think, yeah. I have a question as the champion. Uh, is there going to be one that's both, or is it are these not this time? Okay, I, I, had sure. a, I had a both, but I'm going to simplify it. Joey, I have a tiebreaker though, if we need it. Joey, get my belt. Oh, he's getting the belt. You're off camera. Oh, damn it. You Don't worry. That won't stop him. That won't stop the champ. All right. Can we get my belt? Say please. Yeah, can you? Number you one, mobile game <laughs> or Atari 2600 game. We're going to start with Nick. Going to go around the table this way to Tim. Okay. Start with the best. Yeah. Like the rest. <laughs> Big Bird's Egg Catch. Big Bird's Egg Catch. Yes. Mobile Is that game. a mobile game or an Atari 2600? Mobile game. game. All right. Greg Miller. Hold on. I'm sorry. Mobile game. Uh, no, that was me putting Nick down as mobile. I'm saying it's an Atari game. Okay. I'm going Atari game as well. Atari game? I'm going mobile. Mobile game. Number two, Pepsi Invaders. Jesus. Tim. I don't like it. Pepsi Invaders. I'm going mobile game. Mobile game. I'm going mobile game as mobile well. Mobile game. I am going Atari game. Atari game. I'm also going to go Atari game. Pepsi doesn't have the kind of money to develop a mobile game right now. <laughs> Tim would have put that okay. in the bullshit category. Yeah. All right. Nick Scarpino. God damn it. Number three. Your, your belt is going to sit here by yourself now? By itself? It's Without fine. the champ? You ready? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what is this? What did I, what what did I bring down is, upon us? Oh, no. Yeah, hit me oh, with the no. J. Hit me with the J-Rock. Ahoge Chanbara. Ahoge Chanbara. Yeah, Chanbara. 
Chan Chanbada or Chanbada? Because there's two different meanings in this. Mobile game. Mobile game. Greg. I am saying mobile game as well. Mobile game. I am too. I'm saying mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Everybody's saying mobile game for. Wow. Number four. Tim Geddes. Yes. Snoopy and the Red Baron. (laughs) Mobile game. Mobile game. Atari 2600. Atari 2600 game. Greg Miller. Mobile game. Mobile game. I'm also going to go Atari on this. Atari 2600 game. Number six. Five. No, wait, is this five? Okay, yeah. yeah sorry, I don't have them labeled like normal. All right. Number five. Oh, wait. Whoa. What? What's this? Gary, Gary Witt is here for the comic show. Gary the Witt. show's gone Jerry, wow. I'm out on a that. ledge. This is yet another opportunity for me to beat Greg. And, and Tim, please continue. You got it. Nick Scarpino. Yes. Chuck Norris Super Kicks. Oh, that's got to be an Atari 2600 game. Atari 2600 game. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck me running. I'm going to say that is a mobile game. Mobile game. What was it called again? Ata- Chuck Norris Super Kicks. Uh, I'm gonna, I hope that's I'm a mobile say game. Mobile I hope game. that's something I can play right now. That has to be a mobile game. All right. Mobile game. Number six Chuck Norris hasn't been since 1962. Communist Mutants from Space. Shit. Tim. Shit. I'm oh man, what? I'm going mobile. Mobile game. Same mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. Nah, uh, I'll say mobile game. Mobile game. Wow. Across Back the board when the Atari was happening, we weren't joking around about comics. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was right. the. 80s, It'd be man. like right now, the fucking PlayStation's publishing and Al Qaeda presents the death of freedom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's not going out. <laughs> Let's all go to North Korea's pool. <laughs> all right, and uh, number seven. Nick Scarpino. Yeah. This final planet cancer. sucks. This planet sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, mobile game. Mobile game. Uh, I'm going to say mobile game as well. Mobile game. Me too. All right. Mobile, mobile, mobile. mobile. Here we go. All right. We're going to go down this list here now. Greg Miller, number one was Big Bird's Egg Catch. Correct. For the Atari 2600. God dang it. Thank you. Right. Andy and I are on the board. Yeah, not to be confused with Cookie Monster Munch, also for the Atari 2600. Yes, indeed. Got of course that not. I could that possibly be confusing. All right. So <laughs> what's the score right now? That is one for Greg, one for Andy, zero okay, for the rest of y'all. Number two, Pepsi Invaders, designed for a trade show. Pepsi Invaders is an Atari 2600 <sighs> cartridge for the Coca-Cola Corporation Fuck. commissioned to replace the Space so Invaders cool. with the words Pepsi across the screen, <laughs> and people on the floor could shoot Pepsi off the screen. That's this cool. That's a good idea. Created cartridge. Yeah. That's a code. Uh, that gives a point, another point to me, and a, and a point, first point to Nick. That makes it at two Greg, zero Tim, one Andy, one Nick. Okay. Sorry, the, one, one for the champ. Number three, Hoge Chambara mm-hmm. from M2. At Masters of Emulation, an original mobile game. That's all right. Everybody gets a point there. Yeah. Everybody said I mobile. figured somebody would figure I was trying to throw you off with the Japanese thing. No. The 2600 did no... come out in Japan. That's the Atari 2800. Yeah. Uh. The scores right now, Greg 3, Tim 1, Andy 2 with a champ 2. Greg, you haven't missed one yet. I have not. Wow. Could I be on point Oof. to another perfect game? You might be able to. You also might lose. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Thanks. Snoopy. <laughs> commentary. Snoopy and the Red Baron. Sorry. One of my favorite Atari 2600. What's that make the score, Greg? That makes it a three-way tie between me, Andy, Nick with three points, team with one. (laughs) Still the worst mobile gamer bullshit player we've ever had. I'm so bad at this. I don't know. You're like getting in your own head. You're like psyching yourself out. It's ridiculous. Like a Japanese title. That's got to be American. (laughs) Man, if I didn't know Witter was going to be here, we could have pulled him on, too. Oh, man. (laughs) 
Number five, Chuck Norris sidekicks. Ugh, I think I, I think I for the Atari Twenty Six. No. Oh, oh my God. I hate it. And Greg, I believe right. that makes me win because that no matter what. That is a TKO. What, there is no way to stop Nick Scarpino. <laughs> he just came in and won with four points. We, all, we said mobile for all I the next him. games. Right. All the next games are mobile games. Fuck. So what were the last two? Uh, you had Communist Mutants or something. Com Communist Mutants for Space for the Atari 2600. We all got that wrong. Yep. For the Atari 2600. And then yeah. This Planet Sucks. For the Atari 2600. We, wow. said, that we said mobile on One of my those. favorite 2600 games. So there you go. Nick with four I can't, wins. I hate him. I can't believe it, dude. My first loss yeah. at this wow. comes to the champ. Nick, champ Nick Scarpino. Is supreme. Look, <laughs> Look at that. At him. I should bring one of my uh, 2600 carts oh, in for you to sign and him. ship out for 50 bucks this month. This you know? Fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another game of. Uh, Mobile gamer bullshit. It's mobile gamer bullshit. It's mighty mobile, mobile gamer bullshit. <laughs> Congratulations, Nick. Congrats, Nick. Congrats, Nick. Nick walks in like he owns the place. And what happened? So, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a beautiful episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, stay tuned for the post show. It's the worst. Uh, until then, I love you. I fucking hate him.